Hey, Gia. Hey, Christine. What comes to mind when I say the phrase, taking up space? Do it. Do it, bitch. Take up so much space. Be distractingly hot. Be undeniably hot that you're taking up so much space. People like to say that fat people are so big. Be big. Show them how big you can be, actually. Actually prove the point. I dare you to take up as much space as possible and to be that big old whale that everybody be saying you are. And we're going to talk about it more because taking up space comes in all types of forms. All There are so many different ways you can take up space. Um, like we're doing right now, taking up space in your ears. Because welcome to Two Fat Girls, One Microphone. I'm Gia and I'm a fat girl. And I'm Christine, and I'm reluctantly fat. Oh, I so. like that voice you did, though. It was like a SpongeBob situation. <laughs> I don't know much about SpongeBob, <laughs> as per usual. Everything you know about, I apparently do not know enough about. Oh, stabbed to the heart. Oh, goodness. With our plus-size queen, Pearl, in SpongeBob? She's a I, whale, I think- and she's treated like oh. a princess. Christine. Interesting. Okay. The whale is treated like a princess. Actually, the wokeness of SpongeBob can be a whole other conversation. But for now. (laughs) But for now, it's about us taking up space. (laughs) Yes. So, Christine, like, what does taking up space mean? Like, when I say the phrase taking up, take up space to you. Like, if I was like, Christine, come on, take up space. Yeah. What does that elicit from you? As a lifelong person ridden with anxiety (laughs) it's already scary despite the things already that would you know what I mean like it's already it's just scary because I was always like not counting on the body stuff but like even in school as a young person I was scared to talk out loud okay because I was always scared of fear of judgment all the time so taking up space is such a new idea for me since going on my own, you know, healing journey through body image. So it's scary. It's very scary is what it is to me. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. It's scary, but also like, I think the idea that two things can, like there's two ways to look at everything, not more than two. There's multiple ways to look at everything because what you view as scary, I view as like freeing and I view as you know, kind of what I've been talking about of that standing on the edge of a cliff can either be terrifying or it can be like, wow, look at all this space I have around me. Look at how free I am. Um, and yeah, at some point you just, you just do it. You just do it, Christine. It's like with the, it's like when, you know, like I said, with the the picture coming out of me being fat <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for the podcast. And it's like that same thing where, it's both. It's like I did feel scared, then I felt free, but then now I also am still scared because people. <laughs> because people. And is it is it fear of fear of people doing what? I guess it's the thing where I feel like I have to be on the defense in a situation. Like, like defending, defending your body? what I look like, defending the fact that I'm not trying to lose weight. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in my life. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think it's that it's the in like the troll thing, the Internet trolls that, you know, everyone Gia just showed me a troll comment. So, yes, I'm, 
everyone a little ahead. <laughs> not really, but it was Christine a good and I, It was a good one. Christine and I just got our first troll comment on our TikTok account. If you don't follow us on TikTok, please do. Um, see, I view it as like, oh, you've made it when you get a troll comment. Because all a troll is going to do, Christine, when you're taking up space on the internet, something that those people don't have the courage to do, all it's going to do is boost your engagement. Like literally look at it as a analytical, mm-hmm. logistical thing. More comments mean more engagement. It doesn't matter what the comment is. You're yeah. helping. So you just thank those people. Say thank you. Even if someone leaves a shitty comment on a picture, mm-hmm. like the way internet algorithms work, it's like, that. you know, let's say you're on Facebook, right? If someone comments on a picture, you're fat. Then someone else scrolling through TikTok or through Facebook is going to be like, the thing that's going to say is so-and-so commented on Gia's picture. So they're just helping you be seen more, right? And that's that's really the irony. You know, I feel like it's this perpetual irony of fat people being told to hide but work on yourself. But don't be proud of yourself until, until you've reached this unattainable goal that we deem aesthetically pleasing. And it's just, fuck all that, bro. Like, says who? We are on a floating rock in the middle of a bunch of stars. Who decided that I can't post a cute photo and be fat at the same time? No one. Literally no one. Literally no one. Literally no one said that to you directly. I feel like it's the, um, I see, I know exactly. Like I feel your other side. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like I feel the other side. Like I, I get the empowerment behind it. I get the feeling like a badass, but like, that's how you feel like that. You have to do that to feel like that. Um, and I'm going through that with the clothes thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like the clothing thing was for me. Um, well, if I'm gaining weight, I have to keep wearing black. And even though I like these other things, it's like, oh, but then the courage it would take me to wear that in public to then be able to ward off the comments that nobody's telling me I'm going to get these comments, right? I'm just thinking Mm -hmm. about it in my own head. And so then it's just like, this is also probably my anxiety too, you know? So it's like a preemptive preparation for something that nobody ever said was going to happen. But yeah. you think it's going to happen because you've been told traditionally it's what it is what happens if you are to be a woman wearing a uh, tight fitting outfit. I guess you know what it is. It's when I was younger and I was thinner. You know, I was in a smaller body and my boobs were so big mm-hmm. that when I was like in high school and I would wear like my whole thing was like you know a tight V neck T shirt. Like that Always was my, the V-neck. Like it's my thing. The <laughs> and V-neck so era. I would be wearing my my jeans and my my flares and my V-neck tight t-shirt. And you know, people would look at me and then I'd feel awkward then. Mm-hmm. And that was for a different kind of attention. So now it's like the opposite end of attention. Like once I was at a holiday party at work and I saw a large woman. And she was wearing like this checkered dress with like all different colors. And it was literally like, it was like spandex or something. It was like mm-hmm. hugging the body. And she had a lot of belly and a lot mm-hmm. of body. And so I was like, 
this was in 2019 and I literally was like, I wish I could do that. Like back then, even when I was in a, was, I was a size 10 back then, but I was starting to gain weight again. But I saw that woman and I was like, God, I wish that I had the confidence. (laughs) I wish I had the confidence to wear something like that, that would worked for like that. I liked that would be something like showy or, you know, calling attention to Mm -hmm. yourself because I feel like anytime a larger woman is wearing something that calls attention to herself, I can see both sides of, of it. Well, is it the clothing that's calling the attention or is it the confidence she's bringing with it that's, that's calling ex- the attention? Exactly. Because you know? <laughs> I, exactly. I think it's that. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I think clothing is clothing. Yeah. Um, and I think you can hide you know, in a bright yellow suit if you're not confident. You know, it's like yes. obviously your eyes are going to yes. be drawn to something, but I think it's this idea that, you know, oh, she has the confidence to wear that and that's what people's eyes are being drawn to because of their own internalized fat phobia because, oh, I would never wear something like that. It's all rooted back to confidence yes. more than anything else. Um, yes. It's just confidence in fat bodies is looked at as some daring thing you know we we're looked at as these uh <laughs> vigilantes like we're fat people daring to be confident ah um and in reality it's like how many straight size women do we see in body con dresses all the time yeah and now the other flip side of it that i would dare to bring up is are you attracted to it are you attracted to a woman who has a lot of curves being showcased in a tight fitting dress um, for those people who not necessarily for you, but I think when it's something the the eye is going to be drawn to something it's not used to seeing mm-hmm. always, um, you know, whether that's anything at all. Um, and so kind of doing that work of, well, why am I being drawn to this? Why am I looking at this? Why am I having this many thoughts about this person in a piece of fabric? Um, that's all it is at the end of the day is a person in a piece of fabric. You can feel confident in any article of clothing. Yes. I get yes. out the shower sometimes. I'll smoke weed and put on my fuzzy robe. I feel like a confident bitch in my fuzzy robe. That's some Lizzo that confidence mean, in um, robe. That don't mean I'm trying to do anything, you know? Um, So it's just, and again, it's like, that's why these things are so, it's just such fine lines between fat phobia and misogyny and all these things because women are taught to dress for the male gaze. Yes. And the male gaze says we don't like fat women. So when a fat woman dares to dress like a straight-sized person does, again, it's viewed as an act of rebellion as opposed to just existing. And I don't know how we get there. I really don't. Um, I think, you know, to me, taking up space is talking about it. Is Mm -hmm. So many of these conversations are uncomfortable. And they're not going to get any more com- comfortable by not talking about them. 
Um, you have to kind of sift through the muddy water together and have the courage, have the courage to do it. It's not easy work. Um, now you have someone like me who, I'll be honest, I kind of get off on making people a little uncomfortable sometimes. I just, I don't know if I told you this, just the other day, I was telling someone about our podcast. Well, I was at work and another coworker came up to me and was like, I love your podcast. It's so great. And then another coworker said, oh, what's the name of your podcast? And I said, two <laughs> fat girls, one mic. And he goes, well, well what about two, two plump girls? Two plump girls. And I said, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> and I said, you know what? A comment like that is actually the reason I'm making the podcast. Exactly. That, it's a three-letter word. Why are you associating it, associating it with a negative thing? And he shut right up. <laughs> he was like, mm, you're right. I said, yes, I am. Thank you. Now, again, meet someone like me. Oh, I live for those conversations. I get a little fired up. I get riled. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, um, let's discuss internalized fat phobia because it's in you everywhere. But again... I had the courage to talk about it and he had the courage to talk about it. So now when he hears that word again, maybe he'll look at it a little differently. Maybe he won't. But to me, taking up space is that it's having the courage to have the conversations, having the courage to wear the thing, having the courage to do the shit, whatever, you know? When I think about it, I really think also about, like when I'm thinking of it the fem in, in like a feminist way, mm -hmm. we've always as women been told to keep small in all ways. So the body was just another added thing to that list of things to keep small. Like keep, yes, you're in the home, you're taking care of babies, you're making meals, you're very small life, you're very staying small. And then it's like, so for me, like I like to take up space by saying crazy shit, I think, because like I've got no filter at work or whatever. Like I just say what I think, yeah. but that's why it's so crazy to me that like I've, <laughs> it's like, I let this, this idea infiltrate, like the body stuff infiltrate me for so long. It's like, I wish I broke out of it fast sooner, I guess, mm -hmm. because I see, I guess, you know, well, really it was a, f a few years, like, uh, well, I don't remember when it started, but like, there was a time when, you know, I'm getting older and then I'm seeing like fa fashion change and styles change. And for me, it's like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, I didn't like what was happening. And I'm like, yeah. because I didn't have the confidence to do the new stuff. So it's kind of, that's the stuff I think about, like the hiding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, um, it's like the wanting to have that confidence, but the I think it's just my past experiences just make it very scary inside to want to be able to get there to take up the space. Mm -hmm. But I did, I've been trying, I've been trying to, for me, take up space, which is wearing things at work that, to work that, you know, are normal clothes, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, they're different for me, more closer to my body and I've been doing it. It's still obviously scary, but at the same time, like the thing that you just said, the story, it's like, I would love for somebody to try to check me though. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't want anybody to say anything, but then I do because uh, I would like to, to check me. them. <laughs> so 
So really, it's just I haven't been um, challenged, I guess. It's yeah. all in my head. Like, I haven't been challenged in this kind of way yet. And so for me, it's just like an unknown that I don't know what it would be like. So just seeing that one troll comment, it was funny, actually, because they are funny, like you said. <laughs> like, they are funny because they're so fucking stupid. Like, um, your comment back was great because you're 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 telling on yourself anyway but yeah it's still like having that confidence really it's like that lizzo-ness for me it's like that bad bitch like i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do thing it's like i feel it coming on it's just i'm not fully there yet <laughs> and one day i one day i can see it happening i could definitely see it happening it's just this fear that is underlying it is still there well, and I think, you know, similar to how we were talking about in our intuitive eating episode, I would love to bring about the idea that confidence is different for everyone. Just let, like finding your confident is going to be different than mine, than Lizzo's. Like everyone's level of confidence and f feeling, everyone's feeling of confidence is going to look different. And what makes people feel confident is going to look different. And no one is wrong and no one is right. Um, again, I think fat people existing and being happy is an act of rebellion. So it makes other fat people who might not be there yet feel even worse sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what if I, you know, what if I can't twerk? I can't. And I'm very upset. Uh, <laughs> side note, I have the personality of someone who should be able to twerk and I don't. It's very upsetting. But anywho, it's like Lizzo's great. Lizzo's wonderful. There's a million ways to take up space in that have are different than how Lizzo takes up space. Mm -hmm. And your way of taking up space is still valid and it's still useful. And you know, it's that it's yes, comparison is the thief of joy, but it's we're under a harsher lens as fat people. Yes. I think every any marginalized group is under a harsher lens. Um, and so the harder we fall. Right. Uh, like, God forbid, if Lizzo ever fucks up. Right. Yeah. People yes. will be jumping to cancel her. They will be jumping to do it. Um, and. Again, that's why those systems of oppression walk hand in hand together. Mm -hmm. But I think your fear is valid. And I hope that, you know, again, with the intuitive eating episode, how we talked about curiosity yep, and exploring that curiosity of, well, what makes me feel good? Yes. And I think even if we like write that down, like what makes you feel good as a fat person and write it down and clock it. So that because even the tangible act of writing something down as opposed to thinking it in your head, it's a different part of your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. You brought up the wearing black and I kind of want to go back to talking about Oh, that. let's go back to that. because <laughs> Listen, I've been going on. So everyone knows I've since I had gained the weight from starting to do intuitive eating. Um, my healing journey, in other words, mm -hmm. my healing journey. Um basically i've had to buy new clothes obviously because <laughs> i needed yeah. clothes that fit me so because bodies change 
And clothing is to fit your body. It's not to fit a size. You're not going to fit a size. Your body needs to fit in clothes. And also your taste in clothes will change. Well, the, and that's what I'm going through. It's like yeah. I'm going through like my, you know, I talk about it all the time. My, now I'm in my 40s and it's like a different vibe and like my body's different as well now. And my personality is different too a little bit now. So it's, it is a perfect time to figure out what is my style. So part of my whole deal th this last year is like trying to figure that out. And I feel like I'm finally getting there a little bit. But the one thing that's still <laughs> very hard to change is the black. Okay. Uh -huh. The all black. Like I, I did an, like another clean out of my closet a couple of weeks ago for like spring, summer. I just was like, let's get some this stuff that I'm yeah. going to out. And I know, realized I only for spring and summer now had black shirts. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, soak up that sun. Okay, soak it up. <laughs> I need a couple more colors. So now I have a couple more shirts with colors, but like, um, it's, it's so it's like unintentional, but it ha like, it just is because it's like, I'm in that it's, it's like, it's like every time I put black on, I find the least, you know, problem with myself in it. So it yeah. seems like the easiest, safest route for me to to do to try new styles, maybe, or a new thing would be just like just having the black in that whatever the silhouette is. So it just it's so hard. I love black, <laughs> by the way. But mm -hmm. also it's like I also like pops of color. So it's really trying to figure out how to get to the place where we're doing a little bit of both because it's just uh, it's so comfy behind that black <laughs> it just feels so comfortable <laughs> oh it, it just used to be like so good yeah. oh, I, I used to wear all black with a pop up a, a red lip red lip whatever that was my jam now I I do want to say I feel like you and I can slightly blame theater school for this okay my like my um well and I feel like black has just looked at as this universal color of conformity um of if you're part of a unit of any kind like so my high school you had to wear blacks every day you had to wear your your noca blacks that's what they were called um and it could be pants could be a dance skirt shirt whatever like literally your shirt couldn't have a logo on it you had to turn your black shirt inside out if it had a logo on it um and fast forward to even now, my current job is an all black uniform. So there's this idea that I think black is associated as a color of conformity and a color of hiding, of blending um, that's associated with it. And I think that's why when you're a fat person who's been told to hide, to get smaller your whole life, that's why we gravitate towards black. And we're told black is a slimming color all the time. Um, and something, I, yeah, there's just, there's such an interesting amount of thought that goes into like why black and like color theory, this idea, I went to art school. I took a couple, I, I took a single color theory class. I did get a C in it, but that's okay. Cause that was passing. Yeah. Um, but you know, there is psychology, I think that you could go into about why do we feel comfortable in black? Because we feel that we can blend in because yes. we don't want to draw attention to ourselves because we've been told our whole lives that you're not good why would you want to draw attention to something that's not good and <laughs> i think not, look does not look perfect you know 
I think there's nothing. Black is sexy. Like, I have so many black mesh tops that are hot as hell. Like, this is not me saying don't wear black. Wear black. But also, something that was really a light bulb for me, and for me personally, and I've talked about this with you, like, I avoided wearing anything that showed my stomach for years, not necessarily because of my fat, but because of my scars. Now, I'm also 5'2". I'm built like a little meatball. Little did I know that what, and we're always told, you know, wear what's flattering to your body. Figure out what's flat. And what the fuck does flattering mean anyways? Little did I know that for someone of my stature and build, what's actually flattering is crop tops, which actually, what's actually flattering is something I don't have much of a waist that I'm working with. So when I create one, when I create a little bit more of one, that's what's actually flattering. And it took so much for me to unlearn because I had just been, don't show your stomach, don't show your stomach, don't show your stomach. That actually when I started to, I liked how my body looked in clothes more because I was giving myself literally more of a shape. Which is why, you know, going back to the actor thing, like when I, um, I did my internship after college and I did two shows back to back, two plays back to back where I had to wear a corset in one and a Merry Widow in another. And Merry Widow is just like a cross between a corset and a bra. Um, and it literally kind of changed my body because I was wearing corsets um, eight shows a week for two months straight. Um, but again, I was like, and even the costumers were putting me in more form-fitting things. And I was told, actually, you have the perfect corset body. Because mm-hmm. I was I was squishy enough. And I had never looked at being squishy as a compliment before. Shout out to Milwaukee Repertory Theater. That is where I was told that. And I hold on to it forever. Um, but all that is to say... Sometimes the things we avoid for so long because we're told as fat people that that's not for us are the things you can actually find power in when you put them on and do it alone in your bedroom, Christine. Mm-hmm. When I try on swimsuits, I still, I have to buy them all and then have a little try on party by myself. Yes. It's not, I'm not going to show nobody, but I'm going to do it by myself. I'm going to hype myself up and then we're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And then that, so that's one part of it. And then wearing it out is another. Yes. I've heard that wearing, I've heard that what can help, you kind of just said it, is the wearing, like picking something that you like, finding something you like that is not in your normal thing. But then just like literally wearing it around the house to get used to having it on your body so that one day you actually leave the house in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you're yeah. you feel already comfortable in it. So you, you can finally like leave the house wearing the thing you might have been a little scared of. Um, I'm into that, but it's uh, it's like my black outfits are kind of like uh, a real life comfort zone, like in real life physical comfort zone <laughs> is like what black clothing is. Um, well, and that's not going anywhere. That's your comfort zone is not going anywhere. It's good to have it. Acknowledge I just, it. The thing is that I feel like I would take up so much space 
it'd be scary. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it, that's what it is. It's like, you have to have the, the, you know, confidence as we were saying, but really it's like that bravado in my opinion. It's like, you have to be fully, if you're going to be a fat woman taking up space in a certain kind of outfit going out into the world, you have to be like how you're like, you're thinking it's like, you have to be ready to go. You're like, got your bulldog going on like, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, I just feel like that you have to like be ready for it, I guess. It's, so it's not like you can just, I'm used to hiding. I'm used to being like, don't pay attention to me because I'm sick of everybody looking at me. So therefore, this idea of taking up space again in this body, it's still, it's still scary because even when I was not in this body, I was still like a little nervous about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's like an ongoing theme of being a woman and being scared to own the space. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if a fat woman is going to wear something showy or whatever we want to call it, um, bright, <laughs> I'll say bright. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. What is in your mind? What is yeah. this outfit that you're talking about? What is like a crazy taking up space outfit? Is it color? Is it uh skin showing? What is it in, in your mind? Like if you were bad bitch, Christine, Mm-hmm. What is Christine strutting down the street in? Let your imagination go absolutely I mean, wild. Because here's the thing. I would wear something form-fitting and look sexy, but I believe that I still have not ag- um, come to the agreeance that I am happy about my body shape. So that wasn't the question, Christine. What's the outfit? let's just say like a form-fitting dress or a what color um, is it or uh, well let's just i would do a black form-fitting dress a color dress is like off limits like i can't even like i can't even imagine it okay so it's a form-fitting black dress how short is it it? i can't i mean i don't know i can't even think about it like i'm getting anxiety thinking about it okay Okay. because, because here's why though but here's why okay it's like the thing about when I was younger, it's always when I was younger, it's like the t-shirt being stared at, uh, when I would wear something that a straight size person would wear. And I was then straight size, but voluptuous. It's like when you have boobs, okay. I've already talked about my <laughs> boobs, <laughs> but when you have boobs, it's like, it's like that thing where people are like, Oh, you're so obscene. It's like, I'm wearing the same tank top. This girl with no tits next to me is wearing <sighs> so it's that thing. That actually happened to me in high school yeah. because I had boobies. And again, it was early 2000s was the V-neck era. Okay. <laughs> and I literally was leaning over my desk. I was taking a math test and my math teacher during the test put a note on my desk that said, if you wear that t-shirt again, I'm sending you to 402. 402 <gasps> was like the disciplinary room. Now my mother, who is the queen of all queens, marched her ass into that school and brought up one of my other friends who was also in the class who was much small just yes thinner straight size body less boobs and said put my daughter in that shirt and put her in that shirt what's the difference yep and they backed off right yes but that actually happened to me and again it's like this i feel like this ties back into the good fatty right Mm -hmm. like have tits, but not too much tits. Yes. Um, have a small waist and a big ass. You know, 
and like you can't like you still have to have a flat stomach though still have a flat stomach Always have to have you're flat too fat. um because that's realistic um and it's just it that's how early these things are ingrained in us though yeah i never got an apology from that math teacher like i never you know miss nelson if you're listening to this i remember okay i remember and it was a female uh-huh it was a female Woman. teacher but guess what still ace the class bitch <laughs> yeah um, but well yeah and i mean again internal the devil works hard but internalized misogyny works harder in my opinion Definitely. Uh, put that on a shirt mm-hmm. um but again it's like larger bodies are put under a harsher lens from a very early age, from very early on, no matter what. And people don't even realize they're doing it. And more than that, when you call them on it, they get very defensive. And so it's hard. It's hard for us to want to keep putting ourselves out there, to want to keep taking up space. Because I don't, like, I know I have this big dog energy, Christine, but, like, it, it costs me sometimes. Like, sometimes... I have days where I just have to like go dark. <laughs> and, That's what I'm saying. You, know, you have to have that energy to show up in the world the way you want to show up. And if that showing up means you're not hiding and you're in a larger body, this is why you need to have the dark days. The You have to be, you know, you need to re- yeah. relax. But everyone needs that. I think everyone needs like a recharge kind of day. And I think, again, because society puts us under a harsher lens we put ourselves under a harsher lens (laughs) and i've felt that i've felt that Mm -hmm. you know being kind of a content creator and feeling like i can't share my bad days because then like do i look like a fake do i look like a phony if i show that this affects me sometimes and it's not even that certain comments get to me it's just literally sometimes like i have no energy left to give um and i start feeling like shit um yeah yeah it's hard (laughs) i feel like that already see this is what i mean like like already like with social media i feel exhausted i am barely doing it (laughs) i'm not even doing it and so it's like it's just a lot of thoughts that go in my head um as always but it's like even the bare minimum is not easy. Like even showing up in the bare minimum isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And so if I want to go balls to the wall, it's going to be like a whole, like I just, I like, I overthink it as per usual. Of course I, this listen, everyone anxious, overthinking, <laughs> just the thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. It's like, I want so badly to show up as that badass bitch that I feel like I am inside. But then like in the last minute, the clothing I wear will decide if I'm, you know what I mean? Like that's the deciding factor. It's like, can you get it up? Can you do this? And it's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, back to black. Me and Amy, yeah. back to fucking black. <laughs> like, it's just so hard. It's just so hard. And I want to do it so badly. And that's why one of the ways I started, like when you did your TikTok and I was just like, this bitch is doing it. She's fucking killing it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, when I I see, like, you're one of those people. It's, like, seeing somebody showing up, even if it's, like, the only the good stuff, it's, like, still we need to see it. And, therefore, it's, like, that makes the case that I need to be there to do it more and take up the space because 
the end game that I want requires me to take up more space. Yeah, so but I think like, you talking about this is you taking up space. Like, I think mm-hmm. because, like, I, I'm still the minority of fat women, right? Like, I, it's not like there's a ton of us out here yeah. doing it because it's hard. It is. It's hard. But I think other people hearing you feel that way is just as valid. And I, again, w- everyone's taking up space is different. Everyone's confidence is different. Taking up space is whatever the fuck you want it to mean, in my opinion, as long as you feel good. Yeah. I will say that. Oh, if keep going, if you go. No, I had a, I had a caveat off of the clothing conversation. You know how like growing up watching TV shows and like post sex scenes and TV shows, it's always the girl wearing the guy's button down shirt. Yes, oh my God. that fucked me up so bad. <laughs> Same, In real life I like, fucked me up. Uh, this ain't gonna come over me. Uh, and anytime, even like now, like if I stay over a guy's house, he's like, "Oh yeah, grab a t-shirt." I'm like, "No." I'll bring my own XXL. Thank you. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> it's like you may think you're being, you know, nice and stuff. But, but I always think about that, like, because me, again, my dream in life is to one day be in a rom-com that has nothing to do with weight. It's just like a basic bitch rom-com. Yeah. I want it so bad. Because um, I grew up watching those and it was always the girl waking up in the guy's apartment the next day in his button down shirt that mm. sticks in my head. And then I started growing up and I started trying on button down shirts and I realized, Oh wait, this would never happen for me in real life. Oh my God. Um, so people, if you're listening, if you're bringing a thick lady home, have that double XL ready. She will thank you. Okay. Yeah, for she real. will, she will thank you in many ways. Okay. Maybe I mean sexually, maybe I don't. You decide. (laughs) I mean, damn, if I went to someone's house and they were like, I got you a sleep shirt. Would it be like like Nick's from New Girl? What? Oh, (laughs) Nick. I knew that was going to be his night shirt. His night night shirt. shirt. You know what? I recently. I recently bought a moo. No, Nick's nightshirt wouldn't fit me though. Nick's a mu- Nick. Nick's a much smaller man than me. That's the thing. It was so long though. It was not wide enough. It was very long though. No, it was very long. 100%, <laughs> but it, would, it would ride on. It would be a mini on me. Hundred <laughs> percent. But it like I feel like in so many ways taking up space. We associate with flashy clothing. We associate with being loud. And while I am a person who wears flashy clothing and is loud. I don't think that's the only way to do it. I think I saw this quote once that was like, you don't have to be a fire towards every obstacle in your path. You could also be a river and like something like you can soft river your way to free. Like, so let's say you have a rock in front of you. You could blast that rock with fire or you could turn into water and slither around the rock Hmm. or you could be a flower that grows roots under the rock and grows another flower on the other side of the rock. Like there's different ways to meet life's obstacles and to take up space in life. And I think any way you're doing it is valid. But if you do need a hype man, I got you. Yeah. If you do need someone to encourage you to have your titties out and wear bright yellow. Oh, say the word. I'll come running, Christine. 
I'll drop anything I'm doing. You text me while I'm while I'm at work. I'll drop my phone. And be like, bye, done. I, listen, <laughs> yeah, I have issues with yellow too. Well, and well, I think also bright. finding your power color is really important because I also think something that plus size girlies do, and if this isn't you, feel free. Burgundy is like our secondary kind of color. Funny. Never red, never bright. It's taken so long for me to be comfortable wearing like bright apple red, but I wore burgundy and black for so long. So much burgundy. Jesus, so much burgundy. I mean, but, same. But now I'm like more comfortable wearing like primary colors. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm Roy G. Bivinet. Roy G. Bivet, okay? Wear that royal blue. I love royal blue. I personally. love color. Listen, I love blue. Yeah, same. Love blue. I'm a purple. Like, I have a purple issue. And then I love pink. I love colors. But it's all about, like, for me, the other, if we're talking about wearing colors, mm-hmm. the thing that always messes me up is my, the 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 true thing that I'm the most annoyed about <laughs> in my chunky life Which and is? that is my visible belly line uh-huh. my visible belly my visible fupa lines okay because that's the hardest that's why I don't wear so much color yeah it's like it's like that that's why it's like the black is like the camouflage of that and it's like a pretend though like I mm-hmm. know it's like you can still see my body <laughs> like yeah but it's some kind of like comfort because you can't see because it's not colors all of the like creasing and the, the like sticking in the lines and the so that is like why that comfort exists and I do love other colors but if like the fit isn't right you know what I mean like there's all these little details that I have to think about and yeah. if it's not perfect or whatever that means to me now um if it, it just doesn't go it doesn't go no I'm but very I wish much I could do that I don't like belly stuff. I don't like people touching my stomach, quite honestly. Like the thing that guys think is really cute where they come up behind you and like grab your stomach. Hate it. That's going to take a That's my own, you know, that's my own shit. Um, It's still, I'm with you on that. And I think for me, it's even worse because like I, well, not even worse, but for me, my, because I have scars on my stomach. It's like for the longest time, I was like, oh, fuck, my stomach literally looks split in two and it's fat. So it actually like my lower belly pooch is like slightly more accentuated because that's where my scars hit. Um, And so I'm I'm still not there. I don't wear I still can't wear like bodycon kind of dresses. Now, I will say. If you look like a can of biscuits, well, biscuits are delicious. I try and to say that. That's kind of what I tell myself when I wear something that's a little more form-fitting. Well, and I also, again, it goes back to, like, the the good fatty, the acceptable fatty, because I catch myself being like, oh, I could wear this if I had more of an ass. But but I can't look like I got a back on my front. <laughs> like, it's terrible. And it's terrible, these things that we say to ourselves, because other people fucking say it, too. Um, I used yeah go say this i used to say this i used this is part of when i used to be a judgmental bitch i like to call it but that's being harsh on myself so when i used to be judgmental and i would (laughs) i found out that bmw meant body meant wrong made wrong and then i realized 
I was like, oh, I'm a BMW. That's why I would try to say that about other people. And so now I'm like, <gasps> but I've never heard of that. Oh my God. But this is the fun of growing up in the 90s. So in the 80s and 90s. So basically now I have to like get over my own crazy head to saying that my body's made wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like now I'm calling myself that. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's the body shape. It's it's funny because I started accepting things like okay, my arms are like my I used to call these my Italian old lady arms cuz I have, you know, bat wings they or whatever. Are bingo wings. Bingo. Bingo. And then, yeah. So I started being like, <laughs> okay, we got to accept the arms. I got to accept my thighs because I've got big legs. And the stomach's always been the hardest. And then it's the stomach and the fupa. And so it's just the most ignored part of the acceptance of my body is like that epicenter is that. So, yeah. and that's what I think makes my body look not right. But I'm trying to overcome it. But we're still in the black phase here we're still in the mostly black phase that's okay we'll get there it's i think the the bottom line is like taking up space is just an ongoing process forever and the definition of it can change for you so right now like taking up space to you is more clothing related taking up space to me is kind of honing my fiery passion verbally in a way that is accepting and not scary (laughs) that's like what I work on you know because I think I have a lot of like ha but sometimes people don't want to listen to that all the time and I have to learn how to take up space in a more gentle way and not such a harsh way Um, so taking up space just looks different for everyone and every single part of it is valid and I think you should all go do it but I do still think you should eat pasta and a crop top that's a great way to start Or just be fat and eat pasta in public, maybe. That too. Even that, Whatever. even that can work. See or again. Ice cream. Putting it in the crop top is me just doing my little. <laughs> you love doing the crop top. <laughs> it's so freeing. Like it's just so freeing when you can just let your belly hang, just let it out. She's been restricted for too long. Oh God, that's a fact. Let her that's free. <laughs> I think the last time my belly was out was when I was a little girl and I wore one of those. One of those bathing suits that, like, it looks like a one piece, but then the belly's out. The little cutout? Yeah, the little yeah. cutout. Yeah. The last time I had my belly out. I love that. I love it a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I feel like this episode is like a mini therapy session a little bit. That's what we're I, doing here. I like That's it. <laughs> it's always my backup plan. Like, one day you can do it. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we're just going to keep taking up space. Yeah, we are. And right now, as we're doing this podcast, is taking up space, in my opinion. Yep, this is this is my protest. Taking up space in your ear holes, in your ear holes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can that be our theme song if we ever Maybe. felt one? Yeah, let, we have to, we'll do it. Delightful. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> okay. This was a lovely convo uh, today. Take up space, everyone. Go out there and take up some space and whatever style you would like to do it, whatever feels good right now. Hell yeah. uh, We're going to keep talking about it and we'll be back next week with more for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.